Welcome to the Mind Body Project Podcast. After over a decade in the health and wellness industry, Aaron realized that our bodies change only short-term unless our mindset changes for long-term success. Both our mind and body are forever linked. We are continually building up new ideas and tearing down old ones in our construction zone we call our mind. After this podcast is over, make sure you give it a like and a share, and please subscribe and review this podcast. I would now like to introduce you to your host, the man connecting your mind and body to create a limitless life, Aaron Degler. Welcome back to the Mind Body Project. Thank you for taking a little time today to stop in and, and join me for today's episode. You know, it's, I've been a personal trainer uh, <laughs> when I first started personal training. Um, I've been doing it for almost 15 years, just about 15 years um, as a as a full-time job. When I first started, uh, I actually became a personal trainer and was going to just do that part-time while I finished my degree, um, this and that. But it, it eventually came full-time. But so many times when people say, well, you know, what do you do? I'd say, well, I'm a personal trainer. And they go, well, and what do you do for a full-time job? I'm like, well, that's my full-time job. And so that, so in probably, that was probably the first five or six years of being a trainer that people would always say, well, you know, what, is that your full-time job? Or like, you know, that really couldn't be a um, full-time job. But I've been blessed enough um, over the last 15 years that I have been able to make it my full-time job. Um, and, and I've mentioned in other episodes um, that, being a personal trainer is a radical difference for me because I grew up overweight, um, having body image issues. I mean, there was never a time where I thought, man, this is, you know, I'm looking good. Um, so starting to become a personal trainer was about the time was when I started on my hundred pound weight loss journey. Uh, and it was about probably halfway through that, not quite that I became a personal trainer. And so I still, you know, I was, yeah, it was probably about halfway through that. So I had lost probably about 50 pounds, um, maybe. Yeah, probably about 50 pounds when I, when I became a personal trainer 15 years ago. And so when we think of personal trainers, I mean, and you're, you're probably the thought when I say personal trainer, you think of what we might see on Instagram or uh, Pinterest or um, show like The Biggest Loser, um, all those different ones where, you know, they have like, next to nothing body fat they you know have abs um everything is sculpted and toned and and all that and that that's what comes to mind and and so that's what always that i mean that's what comes to my mind uh so as a personal trainer and always struggling with my body image and still um never have that i've never had that next to nothing body fat i mean i've never been i'm quite honestly i've never been below like 25 percent um you know some of you will go well what's that matter but um you know so i've never had low body fat percentage i've always had um still you know a belly and never a six-pack abs and so um i always had trouble in the back of my mind always when people would say well what do you do and i'd say personal trainer it always took me a little while i'd say it but in my mind i'm like oh that probably thing well he doesn't look like the typical you know doesn't look like a personal trainer. Um, so uh, there's a lot of years um, that I struggled with that, a lot of years, um, because I just, I wasn't confident in my body image, my body, um, you, you know, not to struggle with that. And so it was, it was very challenging for me to say that. 
And and as the years have gone on, that has changed. But <clears throat> there's some things um, that I've done that have changed that uh, because I was for you know, I might even say the last 10 years, uh, well, 10 years, not the last five, but, but the first 10 years that I would compare my identity as a personal trainer with those of others. Uh, what do other personal trainers look like? Well, I don't look ideally like that. Um, yeah, I mean, I worked out, I, I did cardio, I did all those things. I, uh, ate right. I did all those things that probably those other trainers were doing. Um, but my body just didn't respond the way they they did. Um, I grew up as a as a tubby kid. I mean, I mean, just let's call it what it is. I was a fat kid, um, a fat uh, teenager, adult. Uh, that's just what it was. Um, I never, I've I've never known um, a small body type for myself. Never, ever. Um, so I've always compared my image, body image, with others. And especially when I went, I mean, so, you know, when you go into an industry, into a career field that is all about body type, I mean, really, let's think about a hairdresser. Um, my wife, Kim, was a hairdresser for years. Um, would you necessarily want to go to a hairdresser that had just, you know, the, you know, uneven cut hair and just look all messed up and didn't look done right. I mean, you, you start to go, mm, I don't know about that. So that was always my thought about being a personal trainer is like, are people going to want to train with me when they go, well, look at him. Um, and so that was, that was always in the back of my mind. <clears throat> and it just, it, it, and that was the way it was for the, probably the first 10 years, not till about the last five years that I've been able to uh, move away from that mindset. And one of the things that has helped me and my wife and I talk about all the time and 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 so many times with social media um, we can get caught up in this big time um, so today I want to talk a little bit about staying in your lane um, and there's some ways you can do that and um, it really takes you know it really takes some conscious effort and intentionality to stay in your lane um, you know because so many times and this is evident in the in the health and wellness industry is, you know, if somebody's on, if somebody's losing lots of weight and doing all this stuff and they're looking better and you go, oh, what are they doing? And then you might do that for a little bit. Then somebody else seems to be doing a little bit better. Oh, what are they doing? So is what we find ourselves doing is we find ourselves lane changing a lot. And then what about when we see um, on social media, oh, this, this person's doing so great. Well, we all know that social media is the highlight reels. Um, we all know that. Nobody airs out their dirty laundry. Um, what's really going on? It's highlight reels. Um, so we, we find ourselves, oh, well, I wish I had that. I want to change the lane. You know, oh, well, they're they're doing good in this. Oh, I want to go do that. Oh, well, they're, you know, whatever it is, we find ourselves just um, getting so dizzy from lane weaving, just changing, changing, changing. Um, so I want to talk today about how do you stay in your lane? How do you do that? Um you know, because there's some steps that you can take to um, recognize whether or not you're in your lane and, and if you're not staying in your lane. So one of the things, the first thing I want to talk about is take note of your strengths. What are your strengths and how do they make you feel? Um, you know, we go back to my personal training. Um, I had lots of knowledge. That was one of my strengths. Um, and, and a lot of different exercises, a, a lot of different ways to uh, help people be successful. Um, 
you know, and, and all those things. And, and I've always said that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm my own guinea pig. Um, I always try things. Well, I wonder if this will work. Let me try it out. And then, okay, if, if I see some, some progress, I'm going to try it. Uh, I'm going to use it with my clients. Um, and the same thing is true, not only with my training, but um, with, with my mindset coaching. We, we do the same thing. All those things that, that I've been working on all these years, you know, that have been successful. Then I take those and go, okay, I have a model and I can apply those to my clients. And, and then within that, when we take note of our strengths, we have to recognize that not everybody has those strengths. You know, I, I can, um, when it comes to personal training, I have, I can connect with people. You know, I've seen trainers that, you know, have great knowledge, have a great physique, can do all this, but they can do it for themselves. It's, it's different when you try to transfer that to another person because, you know, not everybody is like me. So I can't I necessarily, I can take some of the ideas that maybe work with me and tweak them to fit that person. But I have to know what their likes, dislikes, what their strengths, weaknesses are to be able to mold that method uh, to that person. And that, that's one of my strengths is I don't, um, I don't train my clients, um, whether it's physically or mentally. I don't train them where I'm at. I train them where they are starting. And, and so, so I, I take them from where they are to where they want to be. So it does no good if I try to, you know, if let's say I'm running 10 miles a day and I have a client that's not, that's doesn't even run a mile. And I say, okay, you're going to need to run 10 miles a day to lose weight. No, that's not going to work. Um, so I had to recognize that, um, I had to stay in my lane when it came to my strengths because not all trainers, not all, uh, uh, mindset coaches have the same strengths that I do. Um, so I had to really focus on what are my strengths and realize in my lane, those are the strengths that I have. Um, so, so I need to work on those. I need to focus on those and realize that somebody in the lane next to me, maybe it's another trainer. Um, maybe, maybe we go back to social media You go, well, maybe that's not their strength. And we go, we go to comparing the next lane or the next post, um, or the, the next thing on our feed. Uh, we, we, we need to recognize that, you know what, that's not, you know, that's not really what, that's not my lane. Um, I need to, maybe they don't have that strength, but this is what I'm really good at. So you want to take note of your strengths. What are they? And really focusing on those, recognizing that not everybody has those strengths. And that's okay because that's what makes us um, uniquely different from everybody um, is our strengths and weaknesses. So the next thing is the, on staying in your lane is does your lane line up with your, desti- with your destination? You know, so many times on – and I've um, – when it comes to directions, I am the world's worst. So uh, – if usually if Kim is with me, um, she will be the navigator. She has it pulled up on her phone and, okay, you're going to go here. You're going to go there. Um, turn here. Um, used to, um, that didn't work out so well because she would say, turn this way or turn that way. And I had to realize that this way was right and that way was left. Um, she'd never say right and left. It was this way or that way. So, uh, we had to come to understand a vocabulary understanding of what her term meant and what I meant. But, so sometimes those conversations wouldn't go real well. Um, like I'm sure so many times that happens to all of us. Um, but over the years, we've been able to, um, hone in our communication skills when we, um, when she's my navigator and, 
and I'm driving. But you know when we, when we have that um, on our phone or, or the navigation, and we see our little car be bopping down the little line, the blue line. And have you ever, um, you know, let's say you've been on a a service road or a road that goes underneath a bridge. Well, that bridge may turn a certain uh, direction, and the road underneath it may turn a certain direction. So it looks like you're going uh, on the right road. It looks like you are the place you be. But what happens a little ways down the road is somehow you realize, oh, I'm not on the, the lane I was supposed to be in because somehow I got off and it went a different direction. I on on the on the GPS it looked like I was on the right one, but it ended up going a different direction. So it didn't line up, you know, that um what we thought we were on the blue line were actually underneath the bridge. Um in disguise, you might say. And we found, found out that that wasn't going to our destination. So what happens? We have to turn around, make a U-turn, it reroutes us, whatever that is. Um, but, but we have to understand that our lane is lined up with the de- destination we're going. The right lane, you know, let's say we're driving a car, the right lane might be going super fast. And we're just kind of putting along here in our left lane, putt, putt, putt. And we want to, oh man, we want, we're in a hurry. We want to go fast. We want to get in that right lane and pass all these cars on the left. But, and we're like, oh, they're just going so fast and they're saving so much time. But it's what we don't realize is that that right lane is exiting off. So yeah, it may be going fast, but it's not going to our destination. And we have to remember that in, in our life, that our lane is lined up with our destination. If we have our destination in mind, and we can see our destination, then we have to block out those other two lanes. Um, Almost like a horse, you know, when we see they have blinders on them. We have to block out those two, those lanes on either side of us. And because we can see our destination, we have the GPS, and and it's, um, it's honed in on our exact location we put in the the address we put in the place whatever it is and our lane is going to take us um to our destination and and we can't let um everybody else distract us because they they all have their own destinations and yes we'll see cars zooming by and and spinning out on side to side and we want to stop and help and do this and do that but we have to remember that our lane is lined up with our destination and we can't let those other lanes distract us any. And, and the third thing is, you know, when we're, you know, we, we've really recognized our strengths, we've honed our strengths, we've, we've lined up our lane with our destination, and we try to block out those other ones. We, we, we can't let people try to bump us out of our lane. How many times, and you might be thinking, you might have some lane bumpers in your life. You're trying to go pursue a new career, and somebody might be telling you that's that's not um, that's not a great idea. Um, that's pretty risky. Um, uh, you know, um, you know, I've had I had a uh, a friend that that had a career change, like a major career change, go from one um, career to another, and they're not they're not even similar, not even doing the same thing, and. And, and I'm sure he had people say, oh, that that's way different. You know, this this first career that you had was secure. Um, you could count on it. You know exactly what was going on. This next one, the the one he moved to, was um, 
it, it had greater potential. But yeah, there was some scariness of how am I going to do it? I'm going to have to do things a little bit differently. Um, so, you know, he would ask for advice and, and what I thought, and I said, go for it, you know, um, try to encourage. But we also have those people, and, and I'm sure he probably had some too, that you're like, um, better think about that. Middle age, moving to a whole different career. Um, that's kind of, I don't know. Um, how many times do we have uh, somebody for trying to lose weight and we were exercising a lot? Oh, you're getting kind of obsessed with that. What, what are you doing? That's sometimes because they don't understand. So they try to bump us out of the lane we're in into their lane because they know their lane. They understand their lane. They can't look over to our lane and understand our lane. So they try to bump us to where they think the lane we should be in. Um, so we have to be really careful of that. And we have to also be careful that we don't allow to be lane bumped, but we don't become lane bumpers. Yes, we're in our lane. Our destination looks good. And sometimes our destination looks so good that we're like, man, everybody should be on this, on this in this lane. And we try to get people over. But sometimes they're, and we may be in on a good lane in a good place, but, but sometimes that's not up to us to, <clears throat> to get, uh, bump people into our lane. Um, sometimes they need to, um, you merge into our lane where they kind of ease on into our lane. Maybe we're trying to live a healthier lifestyle. And we want our family or friends to kind of get onto that. Sometimes we don't want to bump them real hard. We just want to kind of let them merge on. But, but it, it, we just have to be real careful of, of lane bumpers, lane bumpers that, and, and sometimes it's people that really do have legitimate concerns. Um, and there is some, um, it, you know, reality to it. And, and, and when I talk about staying in our lane, I'm talking about the, the things that we're being successful at that are good for us, um, that, that are going to improve us, that are going to make differences in our life. Um, and, and so, so we're not, you know, we're talking about the good things here. Um, of course, when we're, we're not doing the things we shouldn't and all that, yes, we definitely need some lane bumpers that re redirect us on our destination for sure. Um, but we're kind of talking about our good goals. And, and when you have that goal in mind, um, that you want to accomplish, you have to um, line it up with your lane that, and not let people bump. You know, I I knew I wanted to help people. I didn't look I didn't look like the ideal personal trainer. Um, I still don't, but I know I want to help people. I know I want to help people live a healthier life. And and, and when it comes to exercise and and diet and all that, I've come to understand that it's really about just being consistent. Just live the the best life you can. And when you honestly are working to live the best life you can, those things will fall in place. The best life I can is to exercise daily, is to eat right, is, um, uh, you know, to, to read my Bible, to work on my mental uh, health. All of those things are the things I do on a daily basis to make, just to do the best I can. Um, and I think when we do that, when we look at our lane and our destination is the best I can, what does that look like? Um, and, and so, and, and occasionally we will get bumped. Occasionally we get a little, we just get a little knocked off to the side one way or the other. Uh, so the, the, the last thing is when we do get a little bumped or we might just kind of fall asleep at the wheel a little bit, not be paying attention and we start weaving a little bit is to when we weave out of our lane, maybe, or we get bumped a little bit out of our lane is not to overcorrect. We got to get back in our lane without the big overcorrection. Um, because sometimes what happens when we overcorrect, um, been driving a car. 
You get out of lane, you get uh, you get nervous, you overcorrect, you turn too much, maybe you get off the road, maybe your car flips. Um, so a little weave, if we overcorrect, could turn into a major disaster. Um, so we don't want to uh, overcorrect. We want to ease back in. So what does ease back in? Maybe we've gone off the rails with some eating. Maybe we've gone off the rails and no exercise. So we don't go, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to fast seven or six days out of seven. I'm going to work out 20 hours a day and only rest for four hours. That's way overcorrection. That's of course is exaggeration, but it's, um, okay, I'm going to start eating. I'm going to get my eating back under control. I'm going to start going to back to the gym at least three days a week. Um, maybe it's, uh, you know, maybe it's in relationships where we just, um, aren't nice and, and things are not going well and we tend to go, gushy mushy and and all that maybe it's just ease back into what our normal what we're we're, we're doing in the past uh, maybe we ease back into that maybe um w- we notice we're we're comparing ourselves all the time to to um everybody's great highlight reels on social media and we like you know okay I'm I'm not going to look at that anymore um I'm going to fast from that for a year and all these different things and it's maybe just I'm going to limit my time on a daily basis maybe I'm just going to get I'm not, I'm going to block some of those people, um, and, and really kind of dig into the stuff that might, uh, feed my mind, feed my soul. I'm going to do that kind of stuff. So it, it's, it's easing back in to your lane, um, because you can still see your destination. You can still see it out in front and you just got a little weavy. You can still see it up there. It's not like it disappeared. Um, it, it, you just got bumped off to the side. You weaved a little bit to the side and you just kind of ease back over, um, you know, my wife has a car that, thank goodness my truck doesn't have this, but her car, every time you cross the line, it beeps. I'm a horrible driver. Um, I've been pulled over several times for weaving and I'm not even drunk. It's just, I'm a horrible driver. Um, so they don't drink, but a horrible driver. Uh, so her, her, her beeper's going off all the time. I'm like, what is that thing? Well, it's me crossing the dumb line because I can't go on a straight line. Um, so that's, that's just the way it is. So if I overcorrect that, um, it, it could be, could be very dangerous. So I just ease back over, back into the, between the two lines going. And then sometimes it beeps again. So I'll ease back over. Um, and that's just kind of how we want to stay in our lane. If it beeps on either side, ease back over into the center. We're going to get, we're going to beep every now and then side to side, just ease back into the center. The thing is, that's so important is your lane was meant for you. It's going the place you want to go. So don't worry about everybody else's lane because it's going where they want to go. Or they're just going on a, um, as Crocodile Dundee would say, a walkabout. Um, you know, they're just going around wherever. They might not even have a destination, but that doesn't matter to you. Worry about your lane. Stay in your lane recognize your strengths, block out um, everything else um, because your lane lines up with your destination. Don't be a lane bumper. Don't let people bump you out of your lane and don't overcorrect when it gets, when you get all wonky, just ease back into your lane. And when we stay in our lane, it may, it may take a long time. Our lane may go slow. Sometimes it may be the fast lane. It may be the slow lane. It may be at a standstill lane. But your lane is still lined up with your destination.
and your destination is the place you're meant to go. And the only way you're going to get there is by staying in your lane and your lane only. Hey, we'll see y'all next time. And as I tell my wife, Kim, every night before I go to bed, it's bottom of the ninth, double A, out. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. If you would like to connect with Aaron, you can do so by going to AaronDegler.com or find him on social media as Aaron Degler on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Once again, we greatly appreciate you tuning in. If you've enjoyed the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We greatly appreciate that effort, and we'll catch you in the next episode of the Mind Body Project Podcast.